Hey there, Stephen Meadows with Mind Your Business. Thanks for checking out the bonus episode entitled The Power of Simplicity. I'm sure you've all heard the term that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And that really sums up what simplicity can provide. Things don't have to be super difficult. Sometimes finding the easiest, simplest way of doing things can make your life so much better. So here are some great tips and tricks to figure out how to simplify things in your life and hopefully be a little bit happier. I hope you enjoy. Are some of your relationships complicating your life? We all have someone or a group of people who make our lives more complicated than they need to be. These tend to be high maintenance people that will constantly make use of your time. It drains you so much that you can't use that time for yourself. These complications make it tough to function and you need to take action to reduce their impact. This is obviously going to be more difficult with family members who may use up a good chunk of your time. If your kids are struggling in school or having problems with bullies, etc., you will need to focus your attention on them. If your spouse is having difficulties with a certain problem, this will be something that demands your attention as well. But not everyone needs to have control of your time. If you have colleagues at work that you have been letting get the best of you, there is something you can do about it. First, try to identify the issues this person or people are having. Many people simply handle a situation because it's easier than trying to find the cause. Don't let that happen. Take the time to get to the bottom of the problem. Many times, because you will simply handle it for them, they keep coming back. Take away their excuses by confronting them with the issue. Offer to help them if you have the opportunity. When you show them how it's done, or how you've been doing it, they can no longer simply come to you whenever they want that done. Sometimes, it could be your boss that is taking more of your time than necessary. This is a delicate situation, one requiring some finesse when handling it. Still, if your boss is making crazy demands on your time, and it's taking away from the work that you were hired to do, ask your boss for a meeting. Tell her that you want to be able to help out in any capacity, but you either need to prioritize the work or ask for someone who can help you get these extra tasks completed. Sometimes, just letting your boss know there is a situation can make them realize what they have been doing. Your relationships are often what you make of them. When you let people invade your work or your private life, this can build to an unmanageable level. Take some action to reduce this from happening. Get your financial affairs in order. You can't live a simple life if you are burdened with debt or you cannot meet your payments each month. You need to get your financial affairs in order. This doesn't mean you need to be wealthy, although many people believe that would help. 
but even the wealthy have problems, often disputes on what to do with their money. People become wealthy only to lose it all due to mismanagement. The first step is to make a budget based on your current income. Determine all the income that is coming into your house, followed by everything that is going out. Get out some recent bills and write down what is outgoing. For bills that are variable, you can use an average over a certain number of months. The more bills you use on the average, the more accurate your estimate will be. After you figure out your bills, figure out what kind of other expenses you are spending on that don't have an associated bill with them. When you have exhausted all of the outgoing money sources, add another 10% for any unforeseen bills or expenses. When you have completed the above exercise, hopefully your income is greater than the sum of your expenses. If not, it's time to either cut back on some expenses or to increase your income. It's easier today to increase your income. If you and your family members have skills that can be freelanced, you can gain the extra income in this manner. If you are good at graphic design and your spouse is good at writing, these both can be used to supplement your income. Even your kids can get involved if they have skills that will translate well to freelancing. The possibilities are endless. But if you can find clients who offer repeat assignments, that is going to be your best way to go. When you have enough of these clients, you won't have to keep chasing new jobs. You will have plenty of them available. It could even turn out to be a full-time gig if it brings in a higher income than your job. If debt is a major portion of your financial woes, be careful if considering a debt consolidation service. There are many scams that will not help you, and worse, they will leave you even further in the hole. If you set up freelancing and get enough jobs, you won't even need those services. Getting rid of unwanted items. It's tough to let go of our possessions. Many of them carry sentimental value that makes us emotional. Hence, getting rid of them almost seems like you are getting rid of the memories. But memories are within you and won't be eliminated by removing your unwanted items. When you bring yourself to get rid of unwanted items, you are taking steps to make your life simpler. You free up space, which can help free up your mind. But determining which items should be removed is difficult for many people. When going through your items, consider each item individually. When was the last time you used the item? If you answered more than a year ago, this is a prime candidate for removal. Do this one box at a time so that you don't get overwhelmed. Once you've identified items for removal, the next step is to determine whether they should be trashed or if they have value that others could use. Old clothes with stains or holes should probably be thrown out. The items that you believe still have value, 
can either be sold or given away. The Internet makes it easy to facilitate this. If you still struggle with getting rid of items that you identified as not being used for a year, set up a bin for those items and place them in there. After six more months, if you have not needed to access those items, then they are truly ready to get out of your life. If you decide to sell, you can consider setting up a yard sale. Many towns will set up a town-wide yard sale where the town will pay for promoting each participating house. This can bring in a lot more traffic than if you were to do it as a single yard sale. Another option is to sell your items online using eBay, Amazon, or Craigslist. In fact, these websites will tend to get you more money than trying to sell at yard sales. Be careful when using a site like Craigslist. There have been incidents when sellers got robbed because the transactions happened in secluded areas. Make sure you meet the buyers in a busy place. You could reach out to estate sale managers. Even though your items aren't considered as part of an estate sale itself, these managers are accustomed to selling merchandise and may make you a decent offer. Hey guys, it's Stephen Meadows. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you about something really exciting. If you struggle with trying to find great social media content and are sick of searching and searching for stuff to post every day, I've got a solution for you. I've joined forces with a marketing company and we have created myfreesocialcontent.com and it does exactly what it says. It provides you with free copy and paste social media posts every month. You get about 35 to 40 every month, totally free, sent to your email. These are not just prompt calendars. These are not just things to give you ideas of what to post. It is literally copy and paste. It has the post text, hashtags, and the URL. So you just drop it into social media and you're ready to rock and roll. Go to myfreesocialcontent.com and sign up. It's totally free, no gimmicks. Enjoy. Is technology simplifying or complicating your life? For people younger than a certain age, the idea that people weren't tethered to technology devices seems outworldly. When the phone rang, we weren't around to answer it. The answering machine took care of it for us. Today, it seems no matter what age, you are attached to some kind of device 24 hours per day. We may think of these technological conveniences as something that simplifies our life, but is that really the case? How many people do you know bring and use their smartphones or tablets on vacation with them? When they do, are they really on vacation? How can that be a simplification? It's highly unlikely that conducting business while on vacation is going to help you relax. The stresses associated with work are staying with you. We have become accustomed to answering immediately any calls that come our way. Letting a call go to voicemail is a foreign concept for many. Try the following experiment. Do a search, yes, it can be online, 
for a remote area that is not too far from your home. Try to keep it within one to two hours of driving if possible. You should choose an area that has no internet or phone service available. Although these are getting harder to find, they still do exist in many locations. Once you find this area, go for a day trip. Better yet, try to make it an overnight camping stay. When you come home from this trip, write down how you felt having no access to the connected world. Did you panic or were you able to relax? There are retreats that do not allow any devices to be used while visiting. Many people who participate in these retreats feel freed up from the strange hold that technology places on them. Technology is important. It's difficult to imagine anyone being able to work or do business without at least some form of interconnectivity. We need to call customers and email prospects, etc. We need to answer customer service inquiries. We also need answers that the internet can provide, and we need to be able to grab them up quickly. However, when we are consumed by the very technology that is supposed to make our lives easier, we lose something in the process. At that point, it's time to take a step back and reflect on what is happening and try to find a way to reset. Keep connected with family for a simpler life. People lead busy lives. They have to get their kids off to school and then get to work themselves. Then there are the after-school activities such as soccer or baseball. It's easy to get caught up in all these busy activities to forget one important aspect, spending time with family. Harry Chapin wrote a song called Cats in the Cradle, which portrays a person who doesn't have time to spend with his father because he is too busy. And then, when he grows up, he finds that his kids don't have time for him. It's a circle of life type of situation, and many view the song as being sad. This is why keeping connected with family is important. If you were old enough to remember the show, The Waltons, the family would always be shown gathered at the dinner table. They were a big family during the time of the Great Depression. Granted, it is a television show, but it is based on the life of Earl Hammond Jr. People during the Depression all lived in one house to save money. This made it quite easy for families to be together. It also made it easier for family members to help each other out, which made life simpler by having that kind of help. If one member lost his or her job, the other family members could take up the slack. This is not to say life wasn't difficult back then. It just helped out by the family unit staying together. The family dynamic is different today than it was during the Great Depression. This difference has caused many families not to be as connected as they were back then. Families get together on holidays, and some are not even doing it that frequently. What this means is that when one family member loses their job or falls on hard times, 
They are on their own in trying to get themselves out of it. Some research suggests that families are returning to the previous dynamic, from the Great Depression. Part of that may be due to jobs lost because of globalization. Others believe it could be due to the demand for excessively low prices that makes it difficult for businesses to compete in some countries. Whatever the case, spending more time with family can help bring a sense of balance and gives your family the opportunity to help out whenever there is a need. Simplify your life by reducing stress. Stress will consume your life in a negative way. It's not just a subject for talk show hosts to use to make advertisers happy. It's a real affliction, one that can cause both physical and psychological harm if left untreated. Some stress is unavoidable and will likely pass after a certain amount of time or when an event has passed. There is little you will be able to do in reducing this type of stress. Because it is short-lived, you should not be too concerned with it. When the stress becomes more long-term, this is when it becomes a problem. You cannot live a simple life when this happens. You will focus too much on the situations or people who are stressing you out, and it will get in the way of your normal livelihood. If you feel this happening, it's time to either get some help or take steps yourself to reduce the stress. If the situation is something you've been avoiding because dealing with it is uncomfortable, then you must push to take care of it. The more you wait on it, the more it may build up to be a problem. This can get so far out of hand that it becomes almost impossible to do anything about. By taking the initiative, you will relieve the stress associated with this situation. Some situations are beyond your control, and you may need to seek out professional help. This help may be in the form of professional services that can deal with whatever situation is stressing you out. For instance, perhaps you have a wet basement, and you have tried everything you can to try and dry it out. But water continues to seep through despite your efforts. You know it's going to be expensive to have someone else do it, but if you wait too long, you may start to get mold buildup. This will make the situation much worse and most likely much more expensive to get fixed. By taking the plunge and spending the money on the professional company, you avert the costlier, both money and health, mold situation. Other situations may require that you seek counseling. If you are at wit's end about some situations in your life and nothing you are doing is working, seek this type of help. The benefits may help reduce the constant stress that is weighing you down. The result may be that simpler life you've been striving for. Staying healthy keeps your life simple. You don't have to be a marathon runner and eat wheat grass every day to stay healthy. Small changes in both your activity levels and your food intake can make a huge difference, especially when done consistently over time. When you keep yourself healthy, you will live a simpler life. How? For one thing, 
you will spend less time at the doctor's office, or worse, the hospital. The old saying about an apple a day keeps the doctor away has some truth to it. If you had your choice between doing an activity that you love and going to the doctor's office, which would you choose? I'm going to guess you'd want to stay as far away from the doctor's office as possible. It's not that your doctor is a bad person. It's just that seeing her probably means you're having health issues. But keeping healthy has other benefits as well. You will not get hurt as often when you lift heavy objects. You'll be less likely to be winded as you climb a hill or go upstairs. As you age, the pains that are typically associated with aging will be much less or less severe than if you were not as healthy. When you make the choice to be healthy, you'll be happy to know that you can do it incrementally. There is no need to overextend or starve yourself. In fact, these activities do more harm than good. No pain, no gain may be good for Hollywood movies, but it has less meaning in the real world. Being consistent with changes in your diet and your activity levels is a much better way to approach the situation. It is better to walk 15 minutes a day and do it every day than it is to run for two hours one day and then take it up again in a couple of weeks. Don't be too hard on yourself if you should happen to miss a day of exercise or if you eat something that is not as healthy as you'd like. In fact, it's good to take a break once in a while or to eat something sinfully delicious as long as you do so in moderation. Put these into your routine and schedule them. You can view them as rewards for your efforts in maintaining a healthier lifestyle. This makes it much easier to keep on track with you being healthy, which will keep your life simpler. Stop with the multitasking already. People like to believe that they can get multiple tasks completed at the same time. But the truth is, trying to do so leads to confusion. The motivation behind multitasking is quite understandable. Companies are cutting back workers and expecting existing workers to do much more than ever before. But what's the point of doing multiple items when you can only put a little effort into each? That is the outcome when you multitask. You will actually get more done if you concentrate on one item at a time. You can devote your full efforts on the one item, and you are less likely to forget things in the process. This is not to say you should bypass task lists. They are still a great way to increase your productivity. In fact, having a written plan for your day you can see the tasks that may be dependent on others getting completed. In project management speak, this is known as a critical path. There are tools that can show you the critical paths needed, which can be a great help. If you are insistent on multitasking, consider hiring others to help you with your tasks. It's easier with the internet to find temporary people who won't increase your headcount. This concept of outsourcing can help you get multiple items done, the difference being that others are helping you with the tasks. 
The concept of outsourcing may be foreign to your company. It may require some selling to get management on board. There are also issues with non-disclosures and stealing of proprietary assets. But if you can show an increase in productivity, it will be an easier sell. Be aware that you get what you pay for when you outsource, all things being equal. If you look at it solely from a price perspective, i.e. seeking the lowest price possible, you may find that you are spending time cleaning up after these low-priced workers. Good workers will do good work, but will demand a higher price. You could start initially with lower-priced resources to get management buy-in, but consider increasing your standards and prices paid when you have established this new paradigm. There is little, if any, reason these days to take on too many tasks and to try to complete them all at the same time. You have resources available that can help you get more done and get it done correctly, without taxing your own time constraints. The power of the word no. We have been taught to be team players. This means there is no place within the team for the word no. You will be asked to do multiple items, and it's for the good of the team. If you say no, you are going against the dynamic of the team. But trying to get too much done is going to overwhelm you. If you get in the habit of saying yes to everything that comes your way, you are going to be taking on way more tasks than you can handle. Eventually, you will break down and burn out. You can still take on more tasks. You just have to learn how to manage them. When people approach you and ask if you can help them, or they ask you to do a task, remind them that you are currently booked on your time and let them know when you'll be free to take on the new task. This is actually a way of subtly saying no. If they can't accept your time frame, they will either do it themselves or find someone else to do it. Sometimes saying no outright is necessary. If there are people on the team who are shunning their own duties and trying to pass them on to you, take a stand and tell them no. Remind them of their responsibilities to the team. If they still continue to try and pass off their work onto you, Take the issue up with your manager. This should only be used as a last resort, as it puts you in a difficult position. As long as you are a team player and not passing your work on to others, you will likely have team support when you say no to others. The team knows who the strong and the weak players are. They will come to your defense. The toughest person to say no to will be your manager. When you are faced with that situation, make sure your manager is aware of the consequences of you taking on more of the work. If possible, have a team meeting rather than an individual one with your manager. The team members can advocate on your behalf that you are too busy to take on more work. Make sure this is truly the case, as it can backfire on you if it's not. The team can be a great ally to you when you play it right.
Unclutter your environment. Whether you are at work or at home, having clutter in your life is very constricting. It can make you feel as though the world is closing in on you. You also increase your stress by not being able to find easily the stuff you want or need. By reducing clutter problems, you simplify your life. When people are busy, they often find it easier to put something aside in hopes of getting to it later. But something else always seems to get in the way of that happening. The next day, the same thing happens, and after too many days of this, you have built up a wall of clutter. It's understandable, as people are busier than ever. The internet has made it possible to connect with much more people in the same amount of time as when the internet was not around in the mainstream. People are truly busier today than they were even 15 years ago. Keeping free of clutter is simply a matter of creating a system and following it. You need to make it a habit and commit to doing it. If you are not good at coming up with your own system, try hiring someone who is. It will be money well spent. Make sure you find someone who has actually done organizing in the past. Get some references before hiring anyone. After you've gotten organized, make a conscious effort to keep up to date with your system. In the beginning, take a picture of your environment and take it home with you. If your system is at home, then take the picture to work with you. When you start to notice clutter creeping into your space, take action on it immediately. By looking at it through the eyes of the camera, you can get an outsider's view. If it helps, have a family member at home or a colleague at work point out when you are starting to mess up your environment. They will become the necessary outsider pointing out that your environment is becoming cluttered once more. One other issue about clutter is it leaves a bad impression on others. While it might not be as drastic as not advancing in your job, it doesn't help. People will notice when someone has a cluttered desk. When you have visitors come to your house, they will notice the clutter there as well. You should avoid going back to a cluttered environment at all cost. Hey, one more thing before you go. I just wanted to tell you really quickly about an amazing service that I think you'll love. If you're in real estate and you are tired of trying to figure out social media content, I have got the thing for you. I helped a friend of mine develop a company called Gnome Marketing Group, and they offer Facebook page management for an incredibly low price. So basically how it works is you sign up, you make them an editor on your business page, and they will post 12 different posts per week. So it's two per weekday, one on the weekend each day for you. You don't have to do anything. They, they have hashtags and everything. It's really great. And it's incredibly cheap. If you go to knowthegnome.com slash coupon, you can sign up with my coupon code Stephen45 and get it for $45 a month. That's incredibly cheap for someone to do all your social media posting for you on your business page. Again, that's know the gnome, K-N-O-W-T-H-E 
G-N-O-M-E.com slash coupon and use my coupon code Stephen45, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-4-5, $45 a month. It's $30 off. It's an incredible price. I hope you take advantage of it. It's an amazing service. Have a great one.